And it's time for the panel. And joining me now is One News senior reporter, Katie Bradford. How are you, Katie? Good morning. Good to see the sun out. And political commentator Ben Thomas is with us. How are you, Ben? Good. I'm great. Excellent. Good to hear. Right. Omicron, we are heading into summer. Are you worried about this new variant, Katie? Here we go again, as a thought I think everyone around the country, around the world is king now. Uh, I think we have to be worried at the fact the numbers of Omicron and, and MIQ doubled yesterday alone shows it's here and it gets a matter of time before it gets out of MIQ. Uh, it's still, I think, it, it, we're seeing that around the world it is, uh, it is, the case numbers are increasing rapidly. How serious it is is the big question. How quickly we can get our boosters out, of course, uh, probably is the next big question for New Zealand. Ben, are you expecting this to alter the lifting of travel restrictions in January and February in New Zealand? I have tickets to Sydney on January the 10th, timed to come back, you know, just as uh, we would be able to isolate at home for a week. And uh, I'm, I'm not banking on that now. I think I, I think I might be open to uh, work appointments during during that week now. Um, look, I think that you know it puts into sharp relief maybe that we should appreciate what we have while we can, um, in the sense that you know since uh, Auckland's restrictions lifted, since the border lifted. Um, you know, I've talked to a few people who are saying, "Well, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get out there. I'm not going to go to bars or restaurants just yet because I want to see how things shake out." Well, you know, with with Omicron bearing down, the time is now. You know, if you if you've had a uh, if you've had a hankering to go and uh, have a sit down meal somewhere, uh, I would do it in the next uh, two to three weeks. We had um, Tony Blakely, epidemiologist from University of Melbourne, on this morning, and he was talking about you know potential ways of managing. And he was saying, look, there's two ways you can do it. And he he wasn't necessarily saying that one was the better way or not, because we need to learn a lot more about this variation yet. But he said, it'd be great to have this conversation to look forward six months to 12 months to where we wanted to end up. And he was putting forward these two, two different ways of dealing with it. One is that you can have a low infection rate, your reliance on a vaccine and quite a restricted um, you know, existence to get to the point where that, you know, a new vaccine might be available. Or you can go for a higher infection rate um, and look for more natural herd immunity if the virus was less severe. Of course there are pros and cons for each Katie, but do you think it's worth having a conversation about how we approach this new variation? Yeah, and I thought it was interesting what he was saying because, as you said, he didn't appear to be taking uh, a side in that. I think we all know our, our government approach, what it has been to this so far. They are far more likely to err on the side of caution, but I also know they really want to put us back in lockdowns again. They really don't want any more level four lockdowns. It's going to be very tough for them to do that. Uh, they'll be waiting. I think one of the benefits we have is we see we're, we're behind the rest of the world in this. We get to see what's happening everywhere else and make our call based on that. I'm very pleased we're not in the Netherlands right now who are being who are basically having Christmas cancelled. You know, we're lucky in that sense of being behind. And as Ben said, we uh, probably have to make the most of the next few weeks. But but it, I I think our government will uh, listen to that to that advice, but probably err on the side of caution. Because Ben, do you think people could get their heads around? I mean, we're so we're sort of. We've had a couple of years now of, of being able to get our head around 50 or 100 or 200 community cases, but I'm not sure if we're ready to make that jump to 1,000 a day. Yeah, and if you look at New York, they've, for instance, they've hit all-time high infection rates, um, you know, 
allowing for the fact that maybe testing at the early stages of the pandemic wasn't as sort of uh, comprehensive as it is now. Um, but, you know, what we know of Omicron, we're, we're not sure if it's, you know, it doesn't seem like it's more severe. Still some question about whether it's less severe, but it certainly seems to be much, much more transmissible. Um, and, you know, look, the, the government, you know, hit the limits of the elimination strategy um, with Delta. Uh, you know, that provide that turned out to be a physical and a biological challenge. Um, you know, the, the political response, um, you know, it couldn't stop in the same way as, you know, the original OG uh, COVID. Um, and Omicron, you know, that's a new challenge again. Um, you know, so it, it may not be, you know, we, we, in a way we have to get rid of the sort of idea that, you know, through political will or through banding together, we can actually stop any of these things forever. Um, and, and that makes the question of, you know, just, you know, living with it becomes inevitable. And so it's just the sort of gradations of how you do that. Mm. Katie, what I think how you, Sorry, go uh, ahead. Yeah, how, I mean, how workplaces deal with it. So we are inevitably going to have a spread. People are going to start getting COVID in the new year, uh, whatever variant may be. And it, it, it's the impact that has on workplaces and, and things that have to close as a result and how, how we deal that is probably part of the next challenge is, you know, how much of a place has to close down, can you still go to that shop if there's been a cut there recently, all of those things mm. as it spreads and that's where you continue to have those economic challenges because you can say well let's get spread instead of having a lockdown but it's still going to affect businesses in the economy in that way as well plus people are going to be sick and so uh, I, I do think it's inevitable that that's going to happen it's just how, how bad that spread is really yeah. Hey, Ben, can I get a low light and a highlight of the political year for you? From you, uh, I would say that the low light uh, was that madcap couple of days. Um, Judith Collins' sort of final uh, self-immolation, implosion, kamikaze mission. Um, you know, I, I, I think that. Um, you know, I've, I've long been a Judith Collins fan, um, an apologist, some would say. Um, but I thought that, uh, you know, that, that sort of moment of madness just sort of showed, uh, you know, where, where kind of politics for its own sake can kind of get you. Uh, so it's a bit of a cautionary tale. Katie. Low light, no highlight of the year? <laughs> no surprises that uh, my low light is the same as Ben. I think everyone will have that same view. What was Judith Collins thinking uh, is probably the question with all of that. It was very much an own goal and was very obvious from pretty much the minute that the release came out about Simon Bridge that that was what was going to happen. Um, mate, possibly the highlight is, is, is the fact that the National Party looks at this point to, to be rebuilding under Chris Luxon. It has a huge job ahead under, uh, uh, ahead of it now, uh, whether Luxon's the man, to the man for the job remains to be seen, but he has, he, he has kicked off his, his reign uh, with some positivity at first, and we'll see how that goes. And I'm just wondering, Ben, if you had a bit of a, a Christmas wish list for 2022, apart from getting to Sydney and being able to get home again, what, what else? <laughs> Um, look, if if the last two years have done anything, it's a really lower our expectations. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's true. Um, look, if I if I can have 
a classic Kiwi summer and get to the beach a few times and see my friends, you know, not necessarily sort of distanced by two metres and masks on a beach, um, I will be more content than you could possibly imagine. Oh, you're an easily pleased man, Katie. Yeah, I think we've all learnt not to have any expectations. I too would love a holiday as tomorrow uh, and uh, be able to go away, but see people around the country, see everything we've missed. I think for everyone um, to stay healthy and do what they can to see family and friends is probably what every single person in the country is hoping for right now.